the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, I don't know why I haven't discussed this because it's big news in the uh, evangelical community. It's big news, and I haven't avoided it. It's just, I don't know, I just haven't talked about it. Uh, What am I talking about? Alistair Begg. If you have not heard, and if you know anything about the evangelical world, I cannot believe you have not heard. Alistair Begg got himself into some really deep, hot water uh, because of something he said a year ago. Okay, let me lay this out. The reason I bring that up, uh, American Family Radio, AFR, many of you listen to AFR. We have an AFR station here in central Ohio. Alistair Begg has been one of the most popular individuals on American Family Radio. They kicked him off. Now, that's big. They kicked him off. John MacArthur has a huge pastor's conference every year. And often, Alistair Begg is one of the keynote speakers. John MacArthur kicked him out, withdrew the invitation. You can't come. You're not welcome here. But what in the world did he do? Well, let me summarize, okay? I think it was like a year ago. And I don't know whether it was social media, letter, text, I don't know, and it it doesn't matter. A grandmother communicated with Alistair Begg. I believe it was in writing. I think it was, I don't know whether it was, again, I don't know, Facebook, whatever. A grandmother communicated to Alistair Begg that she had a grandson who was marrying another man. Okay. And the grandmother said, I love my grandson. I love him. I love him. I love him. But I don't agree with him marrying another man. And I don't know what to do. He wants me to come to the wedding. Uh, What should I do? So Alistair Begg asked her, have you made it clear that you disagree with the union, with the marriage? Have you made that clear in a loving way to your grandson? And the grandmother said, yes. I have made it clear. I don't condone. I don't agree. And so Alistair Begg basically said, and this is not verbatim, but Alistair Begg said, what a great opportunity to show the love of Jesus. Not only go to the wedding, take a gift. Show them that you're not the typical legalistic, judgmental Christian. Show them that you love with the love of Jesus. This would be a great opportunity to build a bridge to your grandson and his husband. So not only go, take a gift. Well, 
that has created a firestorm of controversy. And I mean a firestorm of controversy. Many, many, many evangelical Christian leaders, Paul Washer, Al Mohler, uh, Denny Burke, uh, I could go on and on and on and on and on. And almost in unison, evangelical pastors, leaders have condemned Alistair Begg for giving that advice. It's almost in unison that the evangelical, the leadership in the evangelical community has risen up and said, Brother, you are wrong. Okay. Now, well, Bob, what do you think about it? I think it was wrong also. When you go to a wedding, you are celebrating that wedding. It makes no sense at all to say, I don't like it, I'm not condoning it, I'm not celebrating it, but here I am and I have a gift. Your presence condones the union. I really believe that. And I think Scripture is clear that we are not to be a part of darkness. Now, folks, listen, listen, listen. This thing about same-sex marriage is big, 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 major, 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 because the family is the very foundation for all culture and society. God created the male and female. God designed and invented marriage. Same-sex marriage is a slap in the face to the God of the universe. It's not minor. It is major. Please understand that. It is major. Because, again, it is the very foundation for the culture that God has created, the nuclear family. Okay? So, no, I do not think, well, Bob, what if it was one of your family? It would be tough. It would be hard. But, hey, listen, life is filled with hard decisions. Dealing with family is often difficult. It is often extremely difficult to do the right thing with your family and to obey God and not try to please family members. Would it be difficult? Yes. Would it be heart-wrenching? Yes. But truth must Trump so-called love. I think if we start attending ceremonies like this, we then love is love. No, love is not love. So, I have enormous respect for Alistair Begg. And he has made his position on same-sex marriage and homosexuality abundantly clear. He has never been fearful of taking a biblical stand on marriage. I mean, he has been very open, honest. It's wrong. It's sin. So Alistair Begg, to my knowledge, has never compromised in his personal view of same-sex marriage, same-sex relationships, and so on. Alistair Begg is not the Pope, okay? But I think he gave very bad advice. 
with that said, should American Family Radio have kicked him off the air? No. No, I don't think so. Should John MacArthur have kicked him out of his conference? No. I don't think so. This is an important issue, but it is not an issue of salvation. This is not what would normally be called a fundamental doctrine that determines whether someone is saved or lost, whether they're going to go to heaven or whether they go to hell. And by that, I mean the attendance at the wedding, not the individuals involved. I'm talking about the decision to attend the wedding. That is not a salvation issue. The grandmother who chooses to go to her grandson's same-sex wedding is not going to lose her salvation. So it is not a salvific issue. And because of that, I think good people can agree to disagree. So, no, I do not think American Family Radio should have kicked him out. I don't think John MacArthur should have kicked him out of the conference. In fact, I think it would have been a great opportunity for John MacArthur to say, hey, Alistair, let's debate this at the conference. I've got you scheduled for the conference. This is a burning issue. People are really struggling with it. Let's come and in a godly manner discuss this biblically. Let's have a good, solid, biblical debate. Let's talk about it and then let people determine what they believe Scripture teaches. I think it would have been a great teachable opportunity. I think that that we often divide too quickly. Listen, doctrine divides. There's no doubt about that. That's why I could, you know, I pastored for 25 years. I could never be a part of the local ministerial association. I couldn't do it. I could not sit down with people who deny the virgin birth, the bodily resurrection, the inspiration of Scripture. You know, I, I just I couldn't do it. But I just, I think it was wrong. I think Alistair is wrong. And he has dug in his heels. Uh, Alistair is an incredible Bible teacher, but I think he's a very proud individual. And he has just doubled down, doubled down, doubled down, doubled down. Rather than, you know what, I might have been wrong, forgive me. I You know, I think that would have been the gracious thing. And no. So anyway, it is a hot issue in evangelical Christianity. If you are a part of social media and have Christian leaders that are a part of your Twitter or Facebook, it is everywhere. And everybody has an opinion. And um, I think Alistair Begg is in the minority. And I think it was wrong. I think he was wrong. Should he be shunned? No. Rebuked? Probably. Yeah, probably rebuked. Yeah. Shunned? No. No. Now you know where I stand on that. All right? Uh, Again, it's been a hot, hot, hot topic, and uh, I'm not really sure why I haven't dealt with it sooner. But now I have. All right. 
My number 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back and wrap things up right after these messages. to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. Uh, Joy and I would love to come to your church and do a CrossPower weekend. We would. We would love to come to your local church. That's what we, hey, listen, that's what we live for. Ministering to local churches, um, we just concluded one of the busiest. We've been doing cross power now for 24 years. Hardly seems possible. And we just finished one of the busiest years we've ever had. But for this coming year, we have a lot of open dates, and we're asking God to fill every one of them. So if you're interested, go to crosspower.net is our website. Crosspower. .net. You can communicate with us there. Ask what it takes to uh, bring us to your church. We come on a love offering basis, folks, and the size of your church does not matter. We never even ask the size of your church. So check it out, crosspower.net. Talk to the leadership of your church. And if you would like some references, pastors, where we have been before— I'd be more than happy to put you in touch with some of the pastors where uh, we have been even recently. All right, let's go to the phones, and I've got Todd in Greater Metropolitan Thornville, Ohio. Hey, Todd, welcome. How are you? Uh, Doing well, doing well. How are Uh, things in Thornville? Well, I headed out. uh, I'm self-employed, but I headed out to, to do some work today, this morning, and the sermon I heard on 880 was about not being afraid to speak up for the Bible. Good. You know? Good, and, good, good, uh, good. Hey, by the way, just real know, quick, my roommate in college was from Thornville. What was his name? Glenn West. Glenn West was my pastor. Well, we were roommates in college. Yep. And Glenn's uh, down in uh, South Carolina now, I think. Absolutely, yeah. And he officiated uh, my mom and my dad's funerals. Oh, my goodness. And uh, there's no better soul to the earth than Glenn well, West. And, and, I, and you know, not, not, not only were we in college together, we taught in a Christian school in Florida together. Wow. As well. We go, we go way that, back. All right, now, that, all right, taking a biblical stance. I do got to tell you this about Glenn, and uh, I mean, I love the guy, but uh, when my mom was passing away, uh, this is a true man of God, you know, I would go to visit her, and and, uh, about every other time I'd go to visit her, Bob, Glenn was already there, you know, and I mean, he just a pastor's heart. I didn't plan on talking about this, but, but, uh, and then he told me, uh, I met him one time in the parking lot at, uh, you know, their newer hospital. And, 
said nut. He said, Todd, I have no idea what she said while I prayed with her, but I just knew she was talking in the spirit, and uh, I, I, I just, you know, so I mean, great plug to a great man. That's, yeah, I'll leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, you wanted to talk about taking a biblical stance. Well, yeah, I think it just all boils down to the God's holy, holy Bible, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's our, that's our rock. And, you know, it, it's, it's sad. And I think the enemy is there trying to put every splinter and every crack in the ceiling and everything they can possibly do. But, you know, Scripture is Scripture. And, uh, you know, when it comes to Scripture, uh, there's no deviation. You know, of course there's different versions of the Bible, and, and as educated Christians, we got to look at that, you know. And, uh, you know, I mean, you might look at the message and compare it to King James and say, whoa, wow. But, you know, I mean, you have to have an open mind, which God gave us. Well, But it all comes down to the Bible and what he said in the Bible. And I'm just so grateful for your stance on this. Uh, it's the Bible overrules everything your opinion my opinion john MacArthur's opinion everything you know well it's all we've got todd we don't have a number of holy books we've got the bible that is it if we lose the authority of the bible we've lost everything we have nothing left and of course that's why the very first attack of satan on the human race was yea hath god said did God yeah. really say what he meant and meant what he said? The very first attack was on the authority of Scripture. Atheism is not our greatest enemy. It's the questioning and the compromise of the authority of Scripture. Hey, Todd, it was so good to talk to you. Please call again. The music all tells right. me i got to get out of here, all right? Have a great evening. And, folks, all right, take care, Bob. All right. And you folks have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.